Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Now, with the latest NASCAR local, regional, touring, and international racing news and views, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on Motor Racing Network. I'm Hannah Newhouse, joined as always by Kyle Rickey. And Kyle, you were up in Pocono for what was the 24 hours of Pocono. I think it was, what, five races in a 48-hour period for you? Um, yeah, something like that. Uh, we started Friday night with the ARCA race. In fact, I'm still trying to get my voice back. Um, <clears throat> Xfinity uh, on Sunday, trucks on Sat. Well, trucks were supposed to be on Saturday. They ran Sunday morning. And then the two cup races, on, one on each on Saturday and Sunday. So it was a busy weekend. A lot of, uh, a lot of talking and uh, a lot of sitting through delays, whether it be oil on the racetrack or big crashes or lightning or rain. We had a little bit of everything over the three days at the Pocono Raceway. I was going to say, not to throw you under the bus, but at one point I went live on Instagram yeah. during about 40 laps to go in the cup race, and uh, you were in the comments section <laughs> of my Instagram live. So clearly uh, clearly a lot going on up in, what were you, in turn one and two? I was in three. Um, we were, I think we were under caution, and I saw that you had gone live, so I figured I would join. Uh, I couldn't hear anything. Make but, sure HR doesn't see that. But, um, but um yeah, I figured I'd, I'd tune in, see what was going on. I'm, you know, hanging out, waiting for the race to go back to green. Oh, boy. Well, that ARCA race was ran on Friday night. It seemed to be the only race that um, I guess we could say had no weather issues, but I wouldn't necessarily say uh, that not much else happened in that race. I mean, Ty Gibbs captured the win over Chandler Smith. Sam Mayer uh, had to start from the back and rallied yep. his way to the front. So Mayer definitely on a tear this year, but has lost now that East and West points battle. Because the West was also in action this past weekend for doubleheaders out in Utah. Yeah, it was a busy uh, race weekend. We'll start in Pocono. You mentioned Ty Gibbs picked up the race win. I think he led 65 of the 80 laps uh, that we ran on Friday night, holding off Chandler Smith by about a second and a half. Uh, Mayor Holmes, Michael Self rounded out the top five. Uh, Self now is a 12-point lead over Drew Dollar. Haley Deegan was in the race as well. I think, think she finished just outside of the top five and sixth. She's 16 points back. Uh, Brett Holmes and, and Tanner Gray rounding out the top five. Then you mentioned uh, road racing in uh, Utah. Times two for the ARCA West. couple of first-time winners as well. Jesse Love picked up his first win in just his second series start. So not a bad average to begin his young career in the, in the uh, ARCA West series. And then the very next day, Blaine Perkins led all the laps, 30 of them, to pick up his first win in his third start. So... Some fresh faces and uh, faces of the future from the NASCAR or from the ARCA Menards West Series this past weekend. And it was cool to see them get back on track because originally Utah Motorsports Campus was not on the 2020 ARCA West schedule. Uh, this was something that came about in the last couple of weeks, knowing that Utah was open. You can go run road course racing and be social distanced and uh, not be under those regulations. So they took advantage of that opportunity. We saw uh, road course ace Will Rogers join the field 
Um, I believe he finished in uh, fourth and fifth or fourth, fourth, I believe maybe both times in that there, but um, a newcomer of Chris Wright, which was very, not the series director, not the series director. (laughs) Very confusing. when I saw that it is Chris with a K, right. Um, Good run for him as well. Finished second in that first one, like you mentioned, third in the second race. And now the rookie of Jesse Love leads the ARCA West Series points over Perkins and Gio Selzy. So uh, I believe they go to Irwindale next on their schedule. Um, Looking forward to that. That is one of my favorite racetracks by far. Yeah, that's this weekend. Uh, He has a nine-point lead right now, Jesse Love over Blaine Perkins. Uh, Gio Salzi, um, I think he's been running some dirt stuff as well here these last couple of weeks. Currently third in points, 18 back. Gracie Trotter and Todd Souza, the top five in the championship standings. They go to Irwindale Speedway this Saturday night, July 4th. Now, Kyle, I have to say, we just uh, saw NASCAR had announced that there will be a choose cone at Bristol. And if you ask me, (laughs) someone that has raced at short track levels helped introduce that idea and help get that idea passed. So I think it's only fitting with everything going on in short track racing. We've got advanced auto parts now on that uh, our good friend, Ben Kennedy comes and hangs out with us to talk about how all of the short track racing stuff is finding its way to the top levels. Yeah. I look forward to chatting with Ben here in a few minutes. He's uh, obviously um, the, the grandson of, of Bill France. He's, he's grown up in the sport uh, with, with the family and he has, he, he has seen the sport from all different angles. He's owned a team. Uh, we've talked to him uh, several times as a, a what was a NASCAR Kane and Pro Series team a couple of years ago. Had several different drivers, including Kenzie Rustin. Um, he, he's driven in the NASCAR K&N Series and then progressed into the National Series uh, in, the, in the Gander Trucks, drove for Red Horse Racing, and I believe Turner Scott. So he, he has seen this sport from all different angles, and it's going to be cool to see his take on on trying to manage those same levels that he just came from over the last five years, because you know, he's one of the one of the, the guys at the helm trying to to put these schedules together and get the modified races and get the Arca East and West Series races and 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 try to figure out a formula for how we might be crowning a national champion this year on the weekly level. So there's a lot of moving pieces, and and he's trying to figure out how to put them all together. Well, I commend him and look forward to talking to him. So we'll take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll have Ben Kennedy, the Vice President of Racing Development here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. 
So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. We're joined by Vice President of Racing Development, Ben Kennedy. And first off, Ben, thanks for taking some time out of your morning to hang out with us here on Coast to Coast. Yeah, thank you guys for having me today. Appreciate it. Now, it's been a pretty busy last couple weeks for you. Obviously, NASCAR, the first sport to really get back into things. How's it been uh, getting back into the swing of things? Because it's been a very heavy schedule, uh, multiple races in weeks, triple header this last weekend at Pocono. Uh, are you finally setting it, settling into this busy schedule that we have? Yeah, no, to your point, it's certainly been uh, busy since we returned to racing in Darlington uh, just over a month ago now. So about six weeks that uh, we got back to racing and, um, you know, the schedule's certainly been busy to your point, a lot of racing, um, not just for the cup series, but Xfinity and the Gander Truck Series as well. A lot of double headers, some midweek racing in there. So, you know, exciting to uh, to try some new things out, things that we've wanted to, to test for a long time and, and kind of see the results of them. And, um, you know, certainly looking forward to this weekend at Indy as well. Now, this show uh, focuses on a lot of the regional series and international series of the sport. We've focused a lot on, on the national series, of course, uh, when it comes to the return to racing. But it's got to be a different set of challenges behind the scenes with the NASCAR wheel and modified tour and ARCA East and ARCA West and the ARCA Menard series. And in, in getting those series up to speed and getting them races, because I, I would assume it's a different, different business model for you guys. Yeah, no, it's certainly a good point. Um, and, you know, we want to make sure that when we are going back to racing, um, we saw this a lot with our national series, but applies probably even more so with our weekly and touring series as well as want to make sure it's safe um, and, and done responsibly and respectfully as well. Um, you know, the last thing you want to go and do is have races that have a negative impact on the community. So just trying to be mindful of that. And, and to your point, you know, the, the models for a lot of those tracks certainly look different. Um, you know, a lot of them need, need fans to come in the stands and come to the track. So um, trying to be mindful of that and doing it at the right places at the right time. So, there's uh there's been a, a huge effort from everyone from Ron Draker to um you know Brandon Thompson has been leading the charge for a while, Brandon Dolsky, uh and a number of others, whether it's on the Arca side, the NASCAR weekly and touring side, modifieds as you as you have mentioned, or even the international side as well. Um, you know, we've been tracking everything going on in Europe, Canada and Mexico, how they're starting to reopen, how they're thinking about their schedule going forward. Um, and it's going to be kind of similar to what we're seeing on a national series side, a lot of back-to-back action-packed racing. And, um, you know, I know a lot of competitors are, are ready to get back to the track. Well, I commend you guys. I know there's a lot that goes into it. And we sit here and get a little flustered over just our radio side of things, let alone handling uh, local, international, regional. But we, this is the first year we've seen the merger between the Arca Menard series now being the Arca East and the Arca West. And some more recent news that Advanced Auto Parts is now the premier sponsor of the weekly racing series. Uh, was the NASCAR Wheel and All-American series and now Advanced Auto Parts. How did that all come apart and uh, how, how cool is it to have Advanced Auto Parts, a longtime supporter of NASCAR, be part of our you know, grassroots racing level? Absolutely. No, they've, they've been a great partner of ours throughout the years, um, you know, whether it be on the team side or, or on the NASCAR side as well. And, 
you know, certainly always great to have a partner um, that not only believes in the sport and believes in the weekly and touring series, but is also synonymous with a lot of our fans as well. Um, you know, a, a lot of our fans go to the track and they, they swing by their advanced auto parts store on the way. So um, certainly need to see, and I know they're, they're certainly passionate about weekly and touring series. And, you know, this is the, the next generation of stars that we get to see on Friday and Saturday and Sunday um, at the big track. So, you know, certainly it's neat to see them have a big part of this and, and certainly dive in. So great partnership and we're looking forward to, uh, to what it brings. I might be uh, getting a step ahead of myself here, but I'm going to ask you anyway, um, with every state and every region kind of in a different state of flux, uh, whether they're, the, the tracks can open or, or not, how do you see a weekly champion or, or, or a regional champion, that type of structure for, for the Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series for 2020 to, to you know, be crowned later this summer? Yeah, it's certainly a good question. You know, to your point, each state kind of has its own restrictions and and ways of opening and even, you know, tracking it recently with, you know, some states starting to have a second wave. So trying to be mindful of of all of that. And, you know, I know the team is certainly looking and working on all things. And, you know, how do we think about crowning our champion? How do you also, you know, make sure you maintain the integrity of the regular season? So, um, you know, I, I know they're certainly taking all of those things into account as they think about, um, you know, crowning the champion, whether it's at a state level or a local or regional level. So, um, you know, certainly a, a lot of things in flux to your point, um, especially over the past couple of weeks here. It seems like things are starting to pick up again on the, the state and, uh, and local front for a lot of these tracks and, and just trying to be uh, aware and, and, and where those things are headed. And a lot of decisions on your guys' plates, a lot, a lot going into this uh, as we continue to move forward in the season. But we talked about it a little bit in the pre-show here. Um, you've done it all here in NASCAR. You drove at one point. You had a team, um, have worked your way up now in the ranks as far as the managerial side of NASCAR. And we like to joke that, you know, we saw the choose cone now being implemented for the all-star race little short tracker here loves it because we're bringing a short track aspect into the national series. But um, all jokes aside, how do you, how has your um, involvement in all of the different levels of, especially even the grassroots racing, you know, influence your decisions and that thought process that you now get to bring to the higher levels of racing? No, I think it, you know, it certainly has a a big impact on the way, you know, everyone in our our sport kind of views um, to your guys' point, whether it's the choose cone rule uh, midweek racing kind of things like that it makes you feel like you're back at a, a local short track so I think that's the exciting part of it and you know at the end of the day these short tracks they're they're our roots and it's our culture so it's um it's where a lot of the people that again you see on you know Friday Saturday Sunday even this weekend at Indy they all started at their local short tracks and they've eventually um, kind of climbed climbed the ladder so there I've, I've had the opportunity to compete on my end as well and have a team and, and kind of all of those things. And, and certainly it's, it's always neat to go out to your local short track and it's always neat to see too, um, you know, things like the choose cone rule and, and, and others starting to being adopted and tested out in the national series level as well. And I think that's a testament to um, you know, certainly great racing on the, the weekly and touring side. How much do you, and I don't want to say rely, but rely on, on your, past experiences coming up through the sport. Hannah mentioned you're, you're an owner, you're, you're a driver, you know, you've, you've seen the ins and outs of all the different 
garages and, and all the different positions in this sport at your current level, how much do you look back on that and, and kind of rely on those past experiences? You know, it's funny because there's, I think there's certainly times where I'm like, man, this is, this is so completely different from what I was doing. And it's, it is amazing when you go to the track and whether you're on, you know, the NASCAR sanctioning body side, you're with the track, you're with the team, you're with the, the crew member. It's such a different experience for every single person that goes to that track. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we all come together as, as one and we're all there to, you know, put on a great race for our fans at the end of the day. But, um, you know, I, I think more than anything, it's given me perspective into those different areas, whether that's being a driver or a, um, you know, a team member or a team owner. It's just helped me kind of understand from their lens and their perspective as they go to the track where they come back home in between the races. Uh, you know, I'll never completely understand what's going through a, um, you know, a team owner on the cup side's mind or maybe a driver on the cup or Xfinity side's mind. But at least I think gives me a little bit of perspective of kind of what they're thinking and, and feeling uh, about certain things. So it's, um, it's certainly been helpful. And that being said, final question here for you, and we'll let you get back to work um, over the off season and not the most recent one, but the actual off season, um, you got the promotion to the vice president of racing development. What does that job actually entail? We've talked about, you know, everything that you guys have had to tackle and handle with COVID, but aside from a pandemic, what does your job, you know, entail over at NASCAR? That's a good question. Um, aside from <laughs> a pandemic, uh, it's been a while, but it's, um, you know, I think most of it has been working alongside Steve O'Donnell and, um, you know, many others, particularly on the 2021 schedule, um, what that looks like. You know, we had, I think, a lot of um, good things that came out of the 2020 schedule when we announced it last year. Um, and certainly we had to shift some of our efforts, um, you know, to rescheduling on, on this year's schedule and, and aligning with protocols and procedures and everything that John Bobo and his team has, has been working on as well. Um, but also, you know, shifting our focus back to 21. What does that look like from a schedule perspective? Um, you know, announced Nashville a couple of weeks ago. So certainly I think a lot of things that, that we get to look forward to in the 2021 schedule and the schedules to come. So you know, I think that's been a big part of it, as well as working with the um, their national team and Chad Siegler and many others on Mexico, Canada, and Europe. And, you know, what other new markets or territories do we want to explore as well? So um, it's kind of been a mixed bag of a little bit of everything from um, those two to uh, helping out wherever I can on the, the racing ops or, or development side. Awesome. Well, Ben, again, we appreciate you coming on here and hanging out with us. We'll let you get back to work and uh, hopefully we get to see you at a racetrack here sometime soon. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Thank you guys. And that was Ben Kennedy, vice president of racing development here at NASCAR. But when we return, we will have your wheel and engineering short track spotlight. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, 
and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Each and every week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, Wheeland Engineering gives us the opportunity to spotlight one of NASCAR's home tracks across the country. And Kyle, this week, it's only appropriate that we reach out, let fans know what short tracks they want to see, how cool is their home track, what makes it unique, and maybe give them an opportunity for us to showcase it here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. And as we get deeper uh, into the summer, more and more tracks are beginning to reopen, so we'd like to see what fans are thinking as they get back to the racetrack and and maybe even some drivers that they want us to spotlight here on NASCAR Coast to Coast from their NASCAR home track. And we'll talk here in a little bit about some of those racetracks that reopened this week. But there's a plethora of them out there across this country. uh, And we want to see where where you're watching the races from and which tracks you want us to talk about each and every week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast and, and maybe some of the drivers that are running for the win at your home track each and every week. Yeah, absolutely. And you can send your submissions into both of our, our Twitter accounts at MRN Coast to Coast or shoot Kyle and I a message. We're both pretty active on social media. We'd love to pass that message along and get that short track or that driver spotlighted here brought to you by Wheel and Engineering. But when we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, we'll talk about all of the things coming up this up and coming weekend that you get to watch on NASCAR's regional and touring levels and also maybe some past winners this last week. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Hang on. I hope you got that on camera. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. This past week, Kyle, now that you are prepared and you're ready and you have gotten your coffee and your notes in front of you. Um, We had some winners this past week at some of our local short tracks, and it feels good to say that again now that we've got short tracks opened up uh, and racing. We did. Uh, The Stafford Motor Speedway here in Connecticut, not to favor it or anything, but it's only a few miles up the road. Uh, They ran their opening night this past Friday. Keith Rocco won in the SK Modifieds. Uh, John Puglio picked up his first win in the SK Light Modifieds in a three-wide finish. Wayne Corey Jr. won in the late models. Uh, They are back in action this Friday night. Get tickets in advance because here in Connecticut, like many of the states, it is limited. They sold out last week, and I think they've already sold out 
uh, for this coming Friday night. The Natnock Speedway up in New Hampshire, Brian Chapin won in the Modifieds, and the late, uh, the late model sportsman division went to Aaron Fellows. They also have a big event this weekend with the Tri-Track Modifieds. Hickory Motor Speedway in North Carolina, Josh Berry won both of the 40-lap late model features. And the Tucson Speedway back in action this weekend after taking last weekend off. They have the Independence Day 100 for their super late models plus fireworks this Friday night in Tucson, Arizona, where hopefully it's not 110 degrees, but chances are it will be. I was going to say, it's crazy to think that this upcoming weekend is 4th of July. I feel like part of me can't believe that it's we're already still in March. July. I still feel like we're in March still. But part of me is completely okay with the fact that it is already July. Like, yeah. there's part of me that, yeah, it's it, a strange year it has been. But um, we talked about the Modifieds having, start their, having had start their seat started. You know what, Kyle, sometimes words are really hard. Take sometimes two. I, like, I wonder how I have a job where I talk for a living. You know, do you ever have those moments where you're like, I literally make my living saying sentences, and then sometimes you can't say sentences? I had a couple laps the other day in Pocono where I wondered the same thing. <laughs> it happens. And we're our own worst critic. No one else probably would have caught that. But anyways, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour had started their season a few weeks back at Jennerstown, but this yep. weekend they're going to a new track again. The season of new tracks for the Modified Tour up at White Mountain. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. And the new tracks are because their home base, which is for the most part Connecticut and Massachusetts, still pretty buttoned up as far as the number of fans that that can go to the racetrack. And we talked to Ben a little bit ago. A lot of these racetracks to host those type of events need a full grandstand. And that is simply not possible right now here in Connecticut. So they went to Jennerstown a couple weeks ago. White Mountain Motorsports Park up in New Hampshire this coming weekend, where I believe they can get 50, at least 50% capacity. That'll be this Saturday, July 4th. It'll be on the NBC Track Pass, much like uh, all of the regional series races. 30 entries are expected. Uh, and Justin Bonsignor, the point leader by six over Craig Lutz after the first race. In other modified tour news, speaking of Connecticut, uh, Thompson Speedway here in Connecticut has announced two events as a new company has leased I believe leased the racetrack, Econ Motorsports, a newly formed race promotion consulting firm that will organize the event, the Bud 150, on August 19th, and then the Snoko World Series of Racing, October 9th through the 11th. Those are both NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour events. That new company owned by former track general manager Terry Ames. So um, that news came out earlier this week, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, how those two events uh, turn out um, because a lot of folks had, had all but written off Thompson because they have focused, uh, as we've talked a lot about here on the show, on the road course the last couple of years. And with the COVID-19 shutdown here in Connecticut, we there are a lot, a lot of unknowns on whether the Oval was going to open again, and uh, at least this year. And it looks like it is going to open for at yeah, least Thompson, two events. Thompson is a state-of-the-art facility. It's been cool to be able to go there previously with the Modified Tour Um it's just an immaculate facility. So to be able to return there and take take use of that oval will be nice. Almost like Irwindale. They keep thinking it's going to go away, and then it doesn't. And speaking of Irwindale, we talked about it a little bit earlier. The Arkham Nard Series West heads there this weekend. to so back-to-back weekend for them. Um, California is pretty locked down right now, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. I know Irwindale has had some local racing uh, take place there, I believe, at a limited capacity. Yep. So all of that racing this up-and-coming weekend, both the Modified Tour and the Arkham Menard Series West, 
You can watch it all on NBC's Track Pass. Um, they will have live coverage of that as well. So, Kyle, I look forward to uh, talking with you next week. Sounds like we may be back in the studio. I mean, I will be back in the studio. You won't change much. You'll just look like this on a different screen. Pretty much. Um, hanging out here in Connecticut uh, on a different screen, on a different streaming platform, I think, we, we use for when you go back to the or when you go back to the studio. Um, but, yeah, it'll be a busy weekend of racing up here. I might go to the modified race up in White Mountain. It's four hours. I just did that drive to Pocono, so I don't know if I want to do it two weeks in a row, but we'll see. Awesome. Well, we look forward to talking short track racing again with everyone here next week on NASCAR Coast to Coast. I'm Hannah Newhouse for Kyle Ricky and producers Craig Moore. We will see you guys next week. You've been listening to NASCAR Coast to Coast presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.